Radio waves. Nanobionics. Wildlife. Welcome to Knickknack News. I'm Alex. And I'm Anthony. And my first story is space news. This is from The Hill. Scientists say mysterious radio waves are coming from the center of the Milky Way. Oh, wow. That's probably fine. That's, That's not concerning at all. Yeah, no, completely, completely <laughs> fine. Um, we love when we have signals coming from somewhere that we don't understand. Uh, and an international team of astronomers has detected, quote, unusual signals coming from the heart of the Milky Way galaxy and suspect a, quote, new class of stellar object could be the source. I feel like a lot of that didn't need to be quoted. Um So objects in space, such as planets, comets, clouds of gas, and stars, have changing magnetic fields and produce radio waves that can be picked up on Earth by large radio telescope arrays positioned around the planet. But a new study published this week in the Astrophysical Journal, that's the name. The the, Astrophysical Journal? Astrophysical Journal, yeah. Okay. It's a little presumptuous, I guess, but I think they're going to be the only ones. Um, But it details the (laughs) discovery of radio waves that appear to be unlike anything the experts have studied before. Uh, So uh, Zitung Wang, who's the lead author of the study and a PhD student at the School of Physics at the University of Sydney, said in a statement, At first we thought it could be a pulsar, which is a very dense type of spinning dead star, or else a type of star that emits huge solar flares. But the signals from this new source don't match what we expect from these types of celestial objects. The strangest property of this new signal is that it has a very high polarization. This means its light oscillates in only one direction, but that direction rotates with time. The brightness of the object also varies dramatically by a factor of 100, and the signal switches on and off apparently at random. Uh, They've never seen anything like it. Uh, So Okay. (laughs) Uh... I don't know why I'm including this. Probably just anyway. The signals from, <laughs> signals from the object, which is dubbed ASKAP space J one seven three six zero eight point two dash three two one six three five. Real catchy. What name. are these? Ne- <laughs> like, is this the, just like? It's the coordinates it's located at. Apparently. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I'm know, like, how? Because like, why, why do they have to have such a huge number? Yeah. <laughs> Like, is that how many signals they've seen coming yeah. from space? No, right? So it's like, why is the number so big? If it's, it's some it's type of coordinates, coordinate, that makes know. sense. It's, I just thought it was funny they bothered including that information. Yeah. At all. Um, but the signals were picked up six times over nine months last year. Uh, so astronomers say they plan to keep monitoring the object for clues as to what it could be, and they hope more advanced telescopes, which are set to come online in the coming years, can help solve the mystery. But for now, we don't know. Ooh. I don't know why I have like a ghost sound. <laughs> Halloween, it, I don't know if that's really. It's month, almost Halloween. Halloween it's month. October. Ooh. Ooh. Spooky signal. Okay, my first story is entertainment news. This is from the LA Times. Although this news is all over, and this is just a quick update. Matt Amodio finally lost Jeopardy. No. Oh, I was about to be like, yay. I was like, wait, no, wait, wait. that's not a yay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess I said it but in a cheerful way. But also he won a bunch of like, money, so. No, I'm still like excited it's, about. It's still a yay. That, 
he went so far, I yeah. guess. But yeah, he finally lost. Um, he accrued about one and a half million dollars in winnings. So he's fine. Which is yeah, he's good. <laughs> he's all good. Um, and he's still the third most successful player ever. You know, he didn't make it up to the Ken Jennings level, but, like, he's yeah. number three. It's hey. pretty amazing. Can't complain. And um, fun fact, the final Jeopardy question that he got wrong was um, this question. Nazi Germany annexed this nation and divided it into regions of the Alps and the Danube, and the Allies later divided it into four sectors. Um. Do you know the answer? I didn't know, so I, you know. Austria? Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. Because <laughs> I was like, the Alps, <laughs> I know the Alps are in multiple countries, and it wasn't Switzerland, because Switzerland famously was neutral in the whole thing. Right. And, yeah, I guess, so. That was is... a really good, that was, you, got, yeah, that was also, correct. Also, I didn't phrase it as a question, I'm sorry. It was, a, well, yeah, you're so you're what disqualified. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, I was kidding. No, okay, you know, yeah, so he guessed Poland. Got it wrong. Oh yeah, and then lost. Huh. So well, geography it gets everybody. <laughs> I don't except know. Except for me. Except for that. That was in impressive. This I didn't. One instance. I was like, um, I mean, I know like where the Alps are, but there's so many countries along that line I would yeah. have not known which to pick. I don't know, but anyway. Yeah. So yeah, so that's what happened. So slightly sad, but he had a good run. Yeah. I don't know why I always get excited when people are like have these awesome runs on Jeopardy. It's just like fun to watch them, like because just like know. you like know the, so much. I know. I like the. I just like the idea of somebody making a bunch of money off of random useless knowledge. <laughs> yeah. I think that's really fun. <laughs> yeah, I agree. My next story is animal news. <laughs> this is from CNN. Stunning underwater scene crowned Wildlife Photographer of the Year 2021 winner. Ooh. I always feel weird bringing a story that's primarily about <laughs> photo- photography <laughs> like to an audio medium, but it's these, still pictures, these pictures are really cool, so I just like want as many people to see them as possible. Yeah. Um, so the winning images in this year's Wildlife Photographer of the Year competition have been released after a record-breaking number of entries were submitted with an underwater shot taking home the top prize. Uh, organized by the Natural History Museum in London, the 57th edition of the contest saw 50,000 entries from 95 different countries, with shots ranging from a reindeer battle to a venomous spider hiding under a bed. Which you probably don't wait, want to hear about. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait. Is it, was it a, um, mm-hmm. um, the spider? What, do you know what type of spider? Uh, I, I might have seen that photo. Somebody posted a photo on, on uh, uh, Reddit that was like this giant spider and it was, it was like this is large. under a bed and it's guarding its young or something yeah and there were like a bunch of little yes ones around was it that too. is yeah, that the picture it's this photo okay i totally like, saw that that was so scary i should say like i think three of the photos in the winning like the winning entries involve spiders so oh Ooh. just be warned okay uh, if all you right have a a, a phobia <laughs> um so, but French underwater photographer Laurent Balesta was uh, crowned Wildlife Photographer of the Year 2021 for his photo of camouflage groupers in a biosphere reserve in Fakarava, French Polynesia. So these fish, um, the, I'll show you the actual winning shot. They're like in like this cloud of stuff that's like in an interesting shape. 
Okay. And, it just, and they're just swimming out of it. It looks very cool. Um, camouflage creepers are a vulnerable species threatened by overfishing. Um, so they're hoping that this photo also brings like awareness to that. Uh, yeah. Ten-year-old Indian photographer Vidyan R. Habar was awarded the prize of Young Wildlife Photographer of the Year for his image of a tent spider in its web. It's another one of the spider images. Oh, yeah. Um, and winners were announced in a total of 19 categories, with this year featuring three new additions, wetlands, oceans, and natural artistry. Uh, the last, oh. That last category is one of my favorite pictures, I think, of the winners. Um, and the article that we'll link has all of the winners uh, in a little carousel at the top. So um, that's the name of the UI element. Oh, not, yeah, right, not right, like, yeah. They're not, like, they're not like riding on horses. <laughs> I, I knew that, but it took me a second because my brain first went to like, wait, there's, they're in a carousel? And I was like, oh, no, you mean one of those like, yeah, yeah okay. Like a gallery like a, of images yeah. that you can swipe through. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait a second, that's not a term everyone knows. Did you, um, did you see the look in my eyes where I had to be like, oh, like, yeah, it's the UI thing. Yeah, it's like, they just put them on a, wait, they put them on a They're carousel. They're in a carousel on the website. Just like a model holding each so photo weird. as they go by on a horse. Like, <laughs> it's a video playing where they're like just holding like. <laughs> um, other winning images included a Kuwaiti photographer Majed Ali's photo of a mountain gorilla enjoying a rain shower. Ooh. That's a really cool one because it's just like a close-up of its face and it just it's a very human expression. It looks very like content and it has its Aww. eyes closed and just kind Aww. of like meditating in the rain. Um, and as, as well as a picture of fractured sea ice used as a birthing platform for seals. Uh, that was shot by American photo- photographer Jennifer Hayes. That one's interesting too, because it's like just the sea ice and there's like blood everywhere, but it's because of the birthing process, not because of anything bad. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, but it's, it's it's still like a beautiful image somehow. So I want to at least show you the winning. These um, all sound really really cool, and I highly recommend looking up all of them because they're really. Interesting. Whoa. So that's the winning photograph. That looks like something from a fantasy yeah, world. Like at the top, there's this little like swirl, like the top of a ice cream cone, almost like a soft yeah. serve ice cream. And it's just like. <laughs> it looks like a soft serve. <laughs> it just the, like almost doesn't look natural. But the DQ curly cue at the top. Exactly. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. No, that that's really that's but a really yeah, beautiful photo. Some really stunning pictures in this collection. So yeah, I'll have to look at all of those. Yeah. I will even look up. at the spider ones. Yeah. I don't mind looking at pictures of spiders. Yeah. You know they can't hurt. They're you. not in the room with me, so it's okay. <laughs> okay, my next story is science news. So this is from MIT.edu. News from MIT scientists. The headline is, Engineers create plants that glow. They're bioengineered plants that give off light. That's cool. Yeah. So MIT engineers have created plants that give off a dim light for nearly four hours. They believe that with further optimization, such plants will one day be bright enough to illuminate a workspace. Like you can have like a desk lamp that's just a plant. plant. Yeah. Okay. I'm like all in, all in on this. Yeah, that sounds great. Uh, this is a quote from the lead author of the study. The vision is to make a plant that will function as a desk lamp, a lamp that you don't have to plug in. The light is ultimately powered by the energy metabolism of the plant itself. All right. So I'm going to really replace cool. all the lights in my house with plants now. I, I would love to do that. 
What if they could make like a glowing ivy that you could just drape all around your room? It's like string lights. But yeah, it's but it's ivy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So plant nanobionics, a new research area pioneered by this lab, aims to give plants novel features by embedding them with different types of nanoparticles. The group's goal is to engineer plants to take over many of the functions now performed by electrical devices, so not just lights. Mm. The researchers have previously designed plants that can, get this, detect explosives and communicate that information to a smartphone. Like I was reading this, I was like, I, w- I did not see that coming. I did not see, see that it, coming. For some reason, that just made me picture like a house plant on wheels, just like getting wheeled into a bomb site. Like a, a location where they think there's a bomb there, just like a plant. Just... Oh, I was imagining like you're at the airport and you're going through security and someone comes out with like a potted plant and they're like, Scanning just, it over your body. Just <laughs> they're just holding it near waving you. Like, it in front they're of just you. waving it. It's to plant. <laughs> yeah, that's not the that's not what I thought you were going yeah, to say. No, it was I know, like right? the first thing they had worked on. Um they've also worked on plants that can monitor drought conditions. That seems more like like I guess. I feel like in a way outside. I feel like in a way all plants monitor yeah. drought conditions. <laughs> 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 the plant is wilting there must be a drought there must be a lack of water <laughs> writes in notebook it was a success the experiment was a success we didn't even have to do anything yeah they didn't um they didn't give a lot of details on yeah. those systems but yeah. i think the lighting thing is a little more practical just practical or for everyday use useful, yeah, yeah generally applicable i need a i need a plant that i can plug my phone into to charge it yeah and i need i need a plant that can act as like a, a speaker so i can again like i can bluetooth my phone to this plant and it will just and it will play my music so basically you want like a smart speaker like an amazon echo or a Google Home yeah, but or one I don't of those want, things, but it's a plant. I don't want the plant to listen to me. Okay. Yeah. That's where I draw the line. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so they just, they mentioned, you know, just more possibilities for this, how this work could be used with the lighting, the lighting part of it. So, mm-hmm. for example, like, Imagine if, like, street lamps on the street were actually just trees that were, like, treated and that, that light up at night. Yeah, like, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Or just if people want to just have, like, you know, people, like, put, like, lights, like, outside their house, like, in the front. Mm-hmm. Or just along like the pathways. Lights, like, yeah. garden lights and things, like, around the doorway and different things like that. That could just be all plants. Like, that could just be treated yeah. plants that just light up at night. And Sounds you're great. good. <laughs> I love it. So. Um, Let's do it. Yeah. I think this is so cool. So yeah, so this study was published recently in the journal Nano Letters. That's a new one, I think. I think it is. Yeah, I don't think we've talked about that one before. For us, we shouldn't. For us, yeah, for us. For us, we don't know all the journals out there, but but just most of them. But a lot of them. Yeah, a lot of them. My next story is random local news. This is. This is from bc.ctvnews.ca. All right. It's very Canadian. It's aggressively Canadian. (laughs) Um, The headline is, BC woman who awoke to meteorite in her bed feels like she won the lottery. BC standing for British Columbia. Oh, okay. 
Um, PC so, woman from like thousands from, of years yeah, ago. Yeah, that's what I also <laughs> initially read. I was like, that can't be right. Um, but no, she, this is a woman in British Columbia who found who woke up to a meteorite in her bed. And actually, the headline doesn't even is almost understating it. Um, so her name is Ruth Hamilton, and this happened to her on Sunday, October third. She was asleep in her home in the community of Golden, British Columbia. Golden, comma, British Columbia. Okay. Um, when she heard her dog bark, and then suddenly there was an explosion. She jumped up and hit the light switch and saw a fist-sized hole in her ceiling. Uh, and it wasn't until she had called 911 and flipped one of her pillows over that she saw a chunk of black rock lying inches from where her head had been in the oh, bed. Oh, my gosh. So this meteorite fell like onto her bed while she was in it and missed her. <laughs> Um, wow. I don't know how this wasn't bigger news. This is, this is insane. That's, that's crazy. Um, so after police arrived, the officer, uh, officers talked to a construction crew that was nearby and the workers reported seeing a quote, bright ball in the sky. Uh, and Hamilton recalled, uh, the police officer came back in and said, well, I think you have a meteorite in your bed. <laughs> Which is the weirdest, weirdest pickup line I've ever heard. Um, the meteorite <laughs> is on loan to the University of Western Ontario uh, to image, weigh, measure, and potentially take a sample of. But then she'll get it back because it landed on her property, so it's technically hers. Yeah, it's like, does she want it? According or to just space law, like... I think she wants it back. Okay. Um, it looked like it was about, like like they said, fist size, so like you could hold it in your hand. Wait, did you say according to space law? <laughs> I was hoping we could just breeze by that. I, <laughs> yeah, I I don't know what the. What, I I'm, I guess it it probably depends though, like on where it falls. Like if it lands on your property, it's just your space property. debris. That's yeah. just there. They have to have some policy. It's like, well, it yeah. came from space because we don't have. Whose like, is it? We don't have laws for like how far above your property do you own? Right. Or we might. I don't know. Well, with drones, you know, they have to consider that now. Right. It's, anyway. Yeah. Um, so experts say that hundreds of meteorites reach the Earth's surface every year, but few land in places where they can be easily recovered, um, much less like this. Uh, the chances of a meteorite, according to this article, I don't, they did not show their work, so I don't know how they got this number, but they said the chances of a meteorite hitting an individual home is about one in four trillion. Huh. Um, and it's probably even, like, the chances are even lower to, like, specifically hit a bed where a person is, is sleeping. Yeah. Um. So the article, the, the news people, what, what's the word? <laughs> the journalists? Journalists, sorry. I guess, asked whoever wrote this article. The author of the article. That's <laughs> author is the word I wanted. <laughs> the author of the article. Um, the author of the article asked if she plans to buy a lottery ticket um, because of her incredibly good luck. Uh, yeah. She laughed and replied, I won the lottery. I won it. I'm alive. I'm laughing at it. I feel pretty blessed. So, pretty good attitude about the whole yeah, thing. And yeah, like, yeah. I would consider that pretty lucky. <laughs> that is very lucky. And honestly, after the after the initial fear subsided, <laughs> I would think that would be pretty cool. Because now you have that story. You can be like, a meteor came through my house and landed on the pillow next to me <laughs> one time. How cool is that? Yeah. Look, I have it right here. <laughs> it's Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> but wow, also but also terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, so this is, um, you can see both the hole in the ceiling wow. and the rock in the bed. <laughs> oh yeah, my gosh. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, she's so lucky that that didn't land on her. <laughs> or like, 
I don't know. And also, hopefully, like, the damage isn't too bad either. Like, if it's just, like, just a hole through the roof. Like, I feel like meteors could even... Aren't they strong? Like, if it was even a little bit bigger than that, it could have gone through, like, multiple... Probably. It could have, like, floors, you know, or something. Bed, like, or through the whole bed. Or, like... Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. I, I don't... They didn't say how many floors her home was, so... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We don't know. Maybe it went through six floors. Went, she she lives went, in an enormous house. She lives, on a, she lives in a huge house. Like, She's on the ground floor, and it went through all the floors and landed in her bed. Yeah. It's even crazier. Wow. Just wow. Wow. All right. My next story is also random local news. This is from UPI.com. The headline is, Canadian Coke fan collects 11,308 different cans for Guinness World Record for Coca-Cola. That's a lot. It is. <laughs> this guy's been collecting um, Coca-Cola cans for, like, his whole life, probably. Is it specifically regular Coke? I don't think so. I think it's okay. any type of can design. That these, they release that's these different. These are all different. They're games. all different. Oh, that's more impressive. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's just not, it's not just like 11,000 cans. No, they're, each one of them is a different can design. Oh, wow. From like over the years. Yeah. It's super cool, actually. That's, that, that's really impressive. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I was initially like, well, I guess anyone with enough money, money could, could just, just collect 11,000 yeah. cans of co- No, 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 no. Um, so, yeah, so his name's Gary Fang. Uh, he was named the Guinness World Record holder for the largest collection of soft drink cans of the same brand when his collection was tallied and verified to be more extensive than the previous record holder for this, for Coca-Cola, who was an Italian man named Davide Adriani, whose collection had 10,558 different cans. Okay, so pretty close. So, like, there was another guy that was also doing this. Yeah, and he's probably like, He's probably Dang pissed. It. <laughs> Dang it. So... The collection includes, like, here's some examples of some of the cans that he has. A 1955 can that was one of the first to be produced by the company ever. Okay. Like, how does he have that? I don't know. <laughs> a com- um, commemorative cans from multiple decades of Olympic Games, including an ultra-rare can designed for the 2016 Chicago Olympics, which never took place due to Rio de Janeiro actually winning the bid to the Olympics. <laughs> Oh, like, wow. how does he have that? I don't know. Yeah. It's very into this. But, yeah, apparently they produced, like, cans for that, and then it didn't actually happen. <laughs> and then he somehow got a hold of one. Yeah. Um, he also has cans that were specially designed for drinking in zero gravity uh, for the 1985 Challenger space shuttle miss- mission and also oh, a 1991 no. expedition to the Russian space station. Wow. As just examples. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah, because there is like, there's got to be like a hard upper limit on how many different designs of Coke can you can find. So he's got to be pretty close to all of them if if he's getting that obscure in his collection. Yeah, there's not really a good photo of this. I mean, you can kind of see you can kind of see it here. Suspicious. I'll just show you like his shelving. Oh, okay. I, yeah. Oh wow. That's I, cool. I didn't watch this video on here, but maybe they show you like some examples here. But yeah, I didn't even know that. They released that many designs. Like that's a, a lot. <laughs> yeah, that is that's pretty wild. Yeah. I wonder if so, they're counting like different languages and stuff as different can designs. I they must. Oh yeah, probably. And then like if you get probably. those throughout the years, you're probably that probably gets you pretty. That's far. true. 
That's a good point. But still, it's but still <laughs> incredibly still, impressive. Yeah, that would be a big chunk, but still, that's like he clearly has things that are not just like anyone can just get this. Like, probably had to go through through a lot to find these really rare yeah. cans. So that was cool. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right, it's time for breaking news, the part of the show where Anthony and I, and I look up stories that just happened today or were just posted today, and we read them to you on the fly. The ice cream is gone. You ate all of it? That's so I can impressive. Neither, I can neither confirm nor deny that. <laughs> okay, ready, set, go! Go! I found this on The Guardian. Uh, the headline is Huge Leatherback Sea Turtle Stranded on Cape Cod Rescued by Volunteers. Oh. And I want to show you a picture. Wow. They're so big. They're really cool. That's though. huge. Like, I don't know if you got to get Wow. Yeah, them, I so. can see. That is that's so big. They're, they're enormous. Wow. They're very endangered, too. Oh. Um, but it's been returned to the ocean after becoming stranded on a mud flat in Cape Cod, Massachusetts, in the U.S. Uh, it took dozens of volunteers from three cons- uh, conservation organizations to free the. This is a. This is how you know this is a non-U.S. news source. Uh, to free the 270 kilogram reptile. Oh. No idea what that what is. What is it? No idea. What is it? Do you want me to look it up? But these things can be like six feet long or more. Like they're enormous sea turtles. Wow. Um, so after a health assessment confirmed the disoriented turtle was in good health, it was released to cheers from the crowd of volunteers. Uh, it was fitted with a tracking device that will monitor its migration patterns over the next decade, which is really important for conserving these oh, yeah. species. So, um, yeah. Good. I, I, it's kind of a feel-good story. Rescuing, yeah. a, rescuing a sea turtle. They're, these things are so cool. They just, like, they're literal sea monsters, but, like, also just gentle giants. So, Yes. I, lo- I love creatures cool of the stuff. sea that are just, like... Yeah, just hey, what just up, guys? Nice Which is part of the there. reason it's so endangered. Yeah, yeah, it's, unfortunately, it's yeah. slow and doesn't it's isn't like, able to defend itself. Everything, in that's, any everything way, so. that's like that is endangered. It's like that manatees. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what else? I don't know. That's the first thing I thought of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's sad. But uh, but this but, one is okay. Okay, I'm glad it's okay. I'm glad people helped it out. That's yeah. great. Okay, so I found this on NBCNews.com. Um, just announced today, the um, the Food and Drug Administration of the U.S., or the, the FDA, is asking food manufacturers and restaurants to cut the salt in their products over the coming two and a half years, hoping to reduce Americans' overall sodium intake. That's probably a good idea. It is. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, I like salt. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the great thing about salt, though, is you can add it after. You're right. You're totally right. Um so yeah, it's it's this really wide recommendation just announced, um, and it covers like chain restaurant meals, but also like processed food, just in grocery stores, like all sorts of different types of food, basically. And they are just hoping that this will just help reduce the average person's sodium intake. Yeah, because um, even if you're not monitoring it, like there's probably a lot of there's a lot of sodium in like everything. Uh huh. And I and know there's that, a lot of people who probably don't know that they need to be monitoring it either. I'll, yes, also that. Um, people don't know they need to be monitoring it, and it does lead to health issues like high blood pressure and like cardiac issues and stuff mm-hmm. um, in a lot of people. So they're hoping to try to like 
reduce that (laughs) in general so that people don't have to like work as hard to try to limit their sodium intake. Right. Um, yeah. Which I think is a good thing to do. I'm actually, I'm, I am happy about it. I'm just like, yeah, making a joke because I'm just like I love <laughs> salt. But you're right, you're right. You just you can add if more you're salt. one of those people that you don't need to worry about it for your health situation. That's fine. Just add salt to things. Just if you add need it. it. Yeah. Um, and this article also mentioned the current dietary guidelines recommend that adults consume no more than 2,300 milligrams of sodium per day, which equates to about one teaspoon of table salt. Yeah, there's like, no way. <laughs> very small. There's amount. no way. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I'm probably not doing that. No, I don't think, I think I'm, I have over than that. Yeah. Over than that? What did I just say? Over I don't know. Yeah. I have over than that. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, it's um, the sodium. It's making yeah, me speak I funny. Think it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting because like, they, they mentioned like processed food, you know, not, I, I'm, I admit I don't really super pay attention to sodium content, but I feel like restaurant food is a bigger culprit than mm-hmm. like grocery stuff. Well, it's also harder sodium. to monitor because you don't well, also really that, know yeah. what they're putting in there. Because, like, I don't know. I, I feel like any time you go out to eat and you order, like, a dinner, like, it just has, it's just, there's a lot of, it's different There's a lot salty. of salt and butter, and that's <laughs> yes. how restaurant food <laughs> That's how it tastes good. so good, yeah. is because there's a ton of salt and butter in it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah, but, anyway, I thought that was a really good thing for them to do. Yeah, I think so, too. Public health is great. Yay! Yay. All right, that's our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We post episodes every Friday. And as always, the links to this week's stories will be in the episode description. You can subscribe to Knickknack News on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. And you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash knickknacknews, on Twitter at at knickknacknews, and on Instagram at knickknacknews. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.